12 Dates of Christmas, About Last Night, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Close Enough, Ellen's Next Great Designer, Esman Roy, The Fungies, Generation Hustle, Generation, Infinity Train, Little Ellen, My Mom, Your Dad, Odo, which I assume is about Odo, Ravi Patel's Pursuit of Happiness, Summer Camp Island, The Not Too Late Show, With Elmo, The Runaway Bunny, Theodosia, Tig and Seek, Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs, My Dinner with Herv, Cher, Dodo, Elliot from Earth, Mau Mau, Heroes of Pure Heart, Mighty Magiswords, OKKO, OK Let's Be Heroes, which had a really good Sonic episode, and also there was an RPG World tie-in, and uh, never mind. Uncle Grandpa, Victor and Valentino, Detention Adventure, Messi Goes to Hokkaido, Mia's Magic Playground, The Ollie and Moon Show, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, Make It Big, Make It Small, and Squish. All available now on BitTorrent. BitTorrent. Because fuck it, they won't let you have it anyway. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality it's very serious, ladies. Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues Comic Podcast! Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to, to episode 351 of Zero Issues. I'm Kyle. I'm Merck. Uh, I'm Bry, and I realize I missed 350, which isn't a big deal. It's not. Really. We've no all, can, we've all missed ones. Yep. Yeah. We did have cake, though. I mean, you had cake. I watched you eat cake. Well, I made you watch me eat cake. Yeah, that still doesn't mean I thought I got to eat cake. No, I know. I just want you to watch me. News! (laughs) (laughs) Current Zero News Flash. So, uh, I'm going to start the news. That's weird. That's weird, and I'm not used to it, and I feel uncomfortable about it, but here we are. (laughs) Uh, and And to make matters better... Uh, it's not even really that comic booky news. Uh, it Whoa. does sort of Whoa. tie into the 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 subject of the episode. Uh, Cartoon Network has removed uh, all traces of the show Infinity Train from ever having existed on all of their social media. Uh, so Infinity Train was a an animated series that lasted, I think, four seasons on Cartoon Network. Uh, four seasons, to, you know? Yeah, they came what? out really quick. I watched oh. the I watched the first season and it was like yeah it's okay I get it I get why there's a big following uh, it wasn't my cup of tea but you know what not everything is for me uh, yeah but Cartoon Network has removed all of their Infinity Train related videos from their YouTube page uh, they okay, why because it's one of the shows that got cut so Cartoon Network is Warner owned- Brothers canceled mm-hmm. it but it's well it, it, and it, it just removed it, it it ended I think about a year ago but since then they're like. It's all gone. It's all gone. And like they've they've got a pretty intense fandom. You know, like real a, really tumblery. Like a show that runs four seasons and It's one thing to cancel it and then just not have it have it go longer, yeah, but no, then I know. why remove well, it, it, previous 
I don't think it was especially canceled so much as it was, you know, it ended. If it's done, okay, but then, like, why remove it? Like, why would you... Exactly. <laughs> why would you remove the content? My understanding of the situation is a lot of stuff that got canceled or just, like, pulled off abruptly was sort of, like, trying to take... Like, there's a tax incentive where if, like, oh, it didn't meet, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, pr- required... Uh, we're, I guess we're leaning into what the rest of this episode will go from. Well, but, yeah. let's let's save yeah. that for the, so, the main. So so anyway, not not o- not only not only has it uh, all the all the videos relating to the show removed from their YouTube page, the soundtrack to the show uh, has been removed from every platform except for Spotify. So removed from Apple Music, removed from YouTube See, Music, and that sounds like something else. Yeah, it, it's also gone from HBO Max as of the time of this release. Uh, as of the time of this recording, there's a few days left. But also, every Infinity Train-related tweet has been deleted on Cartoon Network's page. So, it's just, this show doesn't exist. Infinity what? It ran four seasons, and they're aggressively trying to erase its existence from the internet, which is impossible you're an insane fucking idiot. cancel culture man you are cancel in- culture yeah. talk to barbara streisand and see how that goes if we had the chance to do it all again tell me would we okay i'm gonna gracefully roll into um it's kind of two week old news at the time that we're actually doing this right now that recording this episode but uh C2E2 in uh, Chicago. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? I believe it's Chicago. Yeah. Um, happened about two weeks ago. It was August 5th. There was a panel that uh, the Twitter account and website, I believe, Comics F's XF. Comics XF. The way I was experiencing this was I was on the lake and I had no signal. So uh, I was just checking in with a thread explaining what was happening. It was Chris Claremont having a panel at this comic convention. He's literally, you know, just taking any question from the audience whatsoever, and uh, anyone who has strong opinions about the X-Men basically can have their say, and he's replying to those. So, uh, he is doing a new Marvel series. He has, like, a Gambit miniseries happening right now, and he also has uh, an Extreme X-Men miniseries set during the period of the comic book Extreme X-Men, which I believe everyone knows about and loves. Yeah, it's it's the best run. It's got and my favorites, of all. Sage and others, and others, but mostly Sage, yes. Parsley, Rosemary, and Gambit. Uh, people asking about a sequel to the Asgard War, which apparently he's been teasing, and he said like, you know, Art Adams doesn't do sequentials anymore, and Marvel couldn't afford him anyway, and he wouldn't do it any other way. So I mean, you know, he's he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I broke up with them. <laughs> exactly. And he explicitly complained because he's, it has been under a Marvel contract for many years. He, he He's like mm-hmm. kind of exclusive to Marvel and gets paid a certain amount every year no matter what he does. And right, a regardless. lot of that is doing nothing, basically, because he's under an exclusive contract. So, you know, mm-hmm. if they send him a project, he'll do it. But if they don't send him any projects at all, he could just get paid for nothing. He can't do anything. Exactly, yeah. like, at all. So he has um, complained about that, like, about him doing... I think he specifically compared him doing nothing for long periods as, like, being in Congress. Which is, uh... Oh. It's a pretty it's a pretty good joke. 
It's a good zinger. And he also, but he was also sort of complaining about Marvel editors. Uh, He said had to answer to Marvel editors who were born after he was fired the second time. So I mean, (laughs) ouch. You, I mean, you can make of that what you will. He he said a lot of very salty things, and I do recommend checking out this entire thread because I can't cover all of it. Um, Hmm. He apparently was asked about John Byrne and only referred to him as the Canadian. What the fuck, guy? I, I, know. I wouldn't necessarily take offense to that. I mean, it's where no, he's no, from. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, the yeah, horny one. Fine. Oh no, <laughs> he. Uh, no, he... that's Todd McFarlane. No, that's Frank Cho. Ooh. <laughs> this is my friends an outrage. Somebody had a question about like a lot of kind of other country like cultural kind of stereotypes being a factor in his run and him basically saying like mm-hmm. well i'm british so you know we take liberties with this we've done that for like thousands of years or something like that <laughs> which is it's yeah. true which it's means true well, but it... not a great point <laughs> yeah so it was it was at this panel that he said this correct yeah 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 and he was answering stuff on the cuff and i mean like that is, and th- this was the yeah. same panel where he, where as a re- as part of that, he said, "Oh yeah, I would make uh, Kitty Pride, uh, Black Panther, and Storm's daughter." Yes, also that. Yes, I was leading up to that, but uh, I'm taking oh, I'm too sorry. long. No, no, that sorry. is uh, that's the next thing. Yeah, absolutely. He that was an interesting ride down a. Uh, <laughs> Maybe something that might have been rejected for for reasons. Let's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the man. You know, he's got his opinions. He he definitely had a few things to say about. He's there. earned his spot, but yeah, yeah. But that that leads me to the last part. Kitty Pride related because like he he had a lot of complaints about like Kitty Pride in the current books and like the Marauders. But then he specifically said, like, this is mostly my ego talking, like, just take that for what it is. This is all ego. And yes, clearly. But, you know, yes, there was stuff said. And, you know, I feel like Chris Claremont should be heard when he talks. Um, yeah, so old man yells at Cloud. Really? I didn't really hear too much about the actual stuff he was saying. I just heard a lot of the the hubbub on either side yeah. afterwards mm-hmm. and both sides. And I think just kind of sounds like, and even before I even knew what he said, I'm like, I doubt it's going to be that crazy, but it's probably everybody just, you know, backs into a corner and starts oh, for fighting. Sure. Exactly. It's like, exactly. just sad, settle the fuck down. Everybody's fine. Be careful what you wish for. So last bit in the news, not knowing what it is. This is just the one little thing that I saw come up. There's a one-shot comic coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, it's called. And uh, it's, of course, a Guardians of the Galaxy book, uh, but it's based... Mm -hmm. What's it based on? It's based on Disney World's Epcot Center, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind Ride. Right. It's an indoor roller coaster. Uh, I mean, so is Space Mountain, baby. But this is where we are, folks. Like, uh, a 22-page comic advert for a fucking Epcot ride. I mean, there was an X-Men comic about Oxy. So it's fine. Oh, Bri is going to... I think he... Oh, yes, he is committing <laughs> seppuku. <laughs> With a tiny, tiny sword. Yes. So, so a comic book about a roller coaster. 
Yeah, so I yeah. like how it's based on what the what. I mean, there have been roller coasters based on comics, Batman the Ride, and etc. With the storyline that's that's in the the, it's about the Zandorians, uh, like coming to Earth and there's a celestial thing. That's the storyline in the ride, whatever it is. Um, and then that's of course the storyline. Now, the have you but, read yeah. the comic? Yeah. No, and I'm not going to. I'm gonna Fox wait till free. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm gonna wait till the next free comic book day where there's stacks of those waiting to be taken. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah really. Give them to a seagull, and that seagull <laughs> is gonna give if, them to their children, and those children if are I gonna can, have a nest. If no, I can, I've end got this. more to say. <laughs> Please do. If I can I'm end done. this news, I'm gonna end this news on a good note, just by saying, She-Hulk episode one is out. As of yesterday. Yeah. Woo! It's a good show. Really I fucking fu- like it. It's it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And stay tuned for a warm-up where we actually talk about an indie comic. Woo! Woo! Welcome to the warm-up. All right. Uh, so in the warm up this week, we are talking about a book called Lycan, Solomon's Odyssey, Chapter One. Yay! It's a, it's an indie one. book. It's a well, I mean, it is Chapter One, Chapter One of Question Mark. We're getting in on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Is what that says. Yes. This uh this comes from Hivehead Studios. Uh, the uh, it was actually the writer that approached us to, to see if uh. If we would like to read his book, which is mm-hmm. awesome. So if there are anybody out there, let's just put this out right now. If uh, you've got an indie book and you want to toss it at us that uh, we please can do. do a little review and a little talk about it, please feel free to uh, do that. Do and exactly in the past, that. we haven't been so good at, at following up on our emails. <laughs> no. We have doubled down and, and we're, we're, we're going to be better. We're going to be better. Yes. So please. However, if you send an email and you don't get a response after like a week, just... If you're on Instagram, shoot us an Instagram message. We're much yeah. more likely to respond quickly. So socials are much easier to get hold of. Yeah, especially when we lose our email password. Anyway. Yeah, really. Uh, anyway, so it was uh, it was the writer. His name is Dennis Robinson who uh, approached us. Uh, and let me just go through the, the credits. Uh, Sal Donaire is the artist. And let me just say, I really like Sal's stuff and, and the yes. color. Ezekiel uh, Dominguez. Pardon me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Fantastic stuff. Really, I'll just say it right now. It's kind of like very sketchy, loose yes. um, digital stuff, but it, it's really nice, and I like his... It, it's it got a bit of a uh, Art Adams sort of feel to it. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of like use of like crosshatchy sort of stuff, which I really like because I'm a huge yeah. fan of crosshatching, and also really nice use of depth. Of like even just doing a little blurriness or just like a tint in a, in the the coloring and how you play with the levels really nicely done. And last but not least, let me just say that uh, Joel Saavedra does the letters. Mm. Um, and also, let me just notice this is this. I'm sorry, I'm gonna make a little bit of fun here. Uh, there's three editors and four executive producers. I mean, <laughs> and one of the editors editor's name is Gabo. 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 I'm sorry. I don't mean to make fun, but it's. Yeah, um, I, I do wonder How if the executive not? producer was, was maybe a, a Kickstarter uh, maybe. perk. 
Oh, that that's probably why. You know what? That, we'll, that makes we'll more sense. I was soon. like, I think we'll find out soon. Yeah, this is a seventy-five page. I was going to say monster, but I guess it is kind of a monster. Oh. Um, <clears throat> it's based in. It starts based in uh, eight thousand BCE in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, the basic gist is like four friends. Um, who are like very four guys who are very close, like brothers in this small village. Um, one is irresponsible. He's kind of the one they all try to look after. He's the Michelangelo. Um, he's the Michelangelo. <laughs> exactly. That's, that is true. Uh, oh, there's there's kind oh. of lots going on, but it, he swears to kill a wolf that's terrorizing the village, and then the other three try to watch over him. Um, he's just kind of a, a bit of a joker. He gets married, and his wife doesn't like him, and just. There's, it, it's an intricate story, and it's yeah. uh, it, it it started off, and I was like, okay, I'm not really sure where this is going, and then probably like after the first act or so, it just kind of picked up, and I was like, this, I'm really getting into this, and I'm, I'm not going to go too far into it. Like, there's marauders that attack the village, and then there's the response, and there's a mystical element that comes in. I don't want to give stuff away. Yeah, um, you should go check it out yourself. But I I just want to say I really quite enjoyed this for uh yeah. for an indie book I, I I you know what like and I've done having done indie books mm-hmm. it's you know your expectation isn't super high yes and I absolutely. don't mean that as an insult it's just like you're doing it yourself you don't know yeah. what sort of level people are at and this is really well done really well done it's mostly again it's it's, it's so about Solomon but you see exactly like coming from a certain perspective and you see the flaws in this person and you yep. see them trying to overcome their flaws and it's the hero's journey yes but it like it just like that's an interesting feeling that it gets from it yeah cuz it sets it up for the hero's journey but the way it turns out is yeah. is just it's very interesting. It's it, and we'll just warn you. It does go very dark, and it got yes. darker than I expected it to go. And yeah. it was like I was very pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed dark turns, and, and also like, something oh. that something that we haven't mentioned yet is that this is a werewolf book. Yes, I don't know how uh, we oh, yeah. how we it's avoided so saying weird. it, but this is this is a book about the origin of the first werewolf. It's like, hey, yeah. where did werewolves yeah. come from? Yeah, because there's been the you know a bajillion. Dracula books and hey, what did what did Frankenstein's monster do after? Yeah. You know, I I think Merck can speak to that. He did a book. Of that. Um, um, whoop, 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 whoop. But I will say, uh, when it comes to panel layouts, I was like, I started off and I was like, okay, it's a little bit static. Um, but it yeah. kept going and it, like it got really like some interesting uh, panel layouts, and I actually. Uh, I promise I'm going to shred this afterwards because I printed a copy of it. Uh, <gasps> he was generous enough to send us a PDF, and I used my work printer to uh, to print out a copy of it so I could read it in my hands. Uh, and this is the only splash page in the whole book. The, yeah. This one, which I'm holding Seeing up for you, like not you, the reader, yeah. or not you, the yeah. audience. It's the only one. And it like yeah. and it's used to to really good effect. Yeah. Amazing effect. Which yeah, which yeah. like as a PDF, you didn't quite yeah. get that that effect, but to see it printed works much better. Mm. Which is why you should buy the print copy. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. it's a cool book and you should check it out and 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 there's more. There there's There's a, more. They're doing a chapter 2. Um let let's just let's which is great cuz the story is definitely not finished. Uh, no, oh, no. Absolutely. I want to see where this goes next. 
like it's about werewolves and it's about all of that, but it's just like about literally somebody's choices in response, almost like he was always he's a very reactive character. Like everything about him mm-hmm, is yeah. like he is guided by what other people expect of him. I'm going to do this to prove this. And it was a bad call. And then I'm going to have exactly. to do this because this happened. And yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. As a complete story, this was still like very satisfying and interesting and had a lot of meat to it. But like much like say like, you know, you could look at it like something like Spawn or something like that where you could just like have this being a launching point and do whatever the hell you want with that as the yeah. initial setup. And if you've never seen a man uppercut a horse... This is the perfect opportunity, because there's a really good panel of a dude uppercutting a horse, and it's like, yeah, I want to see Dan Ford and pop out and go, toasty! Goddamn. So if you want to check this out, and we encourage you to go check this out, even if you just want to go take a, they do have like a little preview on their website, you can go to their actual website, HiveHeadStudios.com to see the website, and there's like a little preview some sample pages. You can get, I guess, chapter one right off the website. Yeah. Um, chapter two is there is is upcoming, um, and it's going to be launching on Kickstarter. By the time I, we are on air, I believe next week. Yeah, it'll it'll be sometime next week. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, it will be next week. So you can you can go to uh, lycan l y c a n book dot com. Uh, and you can click the button to get a notification when when the site goes live. Then you'll get the notification. You can support them and see. Uh, you too can be an executive producer. Maybe I don't know. I, we'll I suppose, I'm assuming that's what happened. Um, they all. I feel like you should be uh, liking so, that opportunity if you know uh, what I mean. Rap rap. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> So, yeah, they have a Patreon. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Hivehead Studios. Uh, let, I'm also going to mention that they also, uh, the writer, I don't think the, the rest of the artistic team is involved with this, but the writer, uh, Dennis Robinson, um, is involved in a podcast himself. Ah. Uh, and, and that podcast has been going for about six years as well. <gasps> Their podcast is called Botched. A D&D podcast. Um, so it's like just a group of people doing D&D stuff and uh, having some drinks. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus the D&D, we just uh, have some drinks with some comics. I mean, we play um, that Spider-Man game. That is true. That's true. So yeah, go go check out that. See, uh, Check out the book. Definitely worth a read. Really enjoyed it. Thank you, Dennis, for um, contacting us and contacting us again and yes. giving a little nudge like, Hey, guys, have you read this yet? Sorry, sorry. Uh, we've all been in a little bit of luck. I, it seems like they've got their stuff together, and, and they're putting these out on a, on a fairly regular basis, so this this could be a, a cool thing for, for some time to come. Go check that out. Read this now. Oh, it was a read this now. What the f***? Anyway, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Everything's on fire. I don't have any idea. The cat ate the dog. (laughs) Who ate the homework. The Warner ate the brother. What's the name of that frog? 
You're not wrong. So what we're talking about here, if you haven't caught on, uh, the whole Warner Brothers debacle, well, we thought we'd just talk a little bit about what the hell is going on in that uh, studio. As much Um, as anything could, you know. Yeah, and thank you for toning down your language, Merc. One of us had to. Eh. (laughs) (laughs) If, If you aren't aware, they've canceled a bunch of things. Um, that were largely going towards HBO Max and going to be heading towards the streaming side of things. Uh, there's been a bit of a switch, like in the past few years, of just like how they're they're aiming theatrical releases also to go uh, towards the streaming platforms. Because like you know what, streaming platforms are here to stay. That's what's going on, and it, you have to include those in your uh, business plan. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, unless you're Warner Brothers, you could just say fuck that and just do whatever. Uh, so it started with Bat. Well, like, I don't know if it started with Batgirl, but it, I think it got everybody's attention with yes. Batgirl um, getting canceled. It it is largely done, and it was viewed. And there's been kind of mixed things about it, like saying that the executives saw it and they, it just wasn't up to par. Like, which is one thing. Like they were like, it just wasn't up to par. We didn't want to do it. Um, yeah, but like, did our and, friend Grant see it? Because he's got strong opinions too, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it's like, okay, so it, it took $90 million to make this. At least. And they're just going to scrap it and it's never going to get released. The way yeah, that they're right. doing, it's actually getting scrapped. So they like literally used it as, as a tax write-off of $90 million, which legally binds them so they are never able to release that. So that Error. one never really hit okay, the okay. day. Also, hold up, why hold is that a, a thing? Second. How can you write that hold, off? That is insane up. to Bri? me. Bri? Bri? Listen right, to sorry, this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You remember a little show called Megas XLR? Remember that show? Remember that cartoon? File not found. It was a show about, like, these two slacker dudes who find a a giant mech robot, and it's just, like, a fun cartoon about guys in a giant mech suit who fight aliens and shit. That Um, sounds fun. And that was was a show in the early 2000s, which was cancelled and will never be released for tax purposes. So, this has happened before. I'm sure it has. And it will happen again. A point of $90 million of something that everybody knew was coming out, and... Also cancelled, uh, Strange Adventures was axed at HBO Max as well. There's like there's there's now a question, is the Blue Beetle thing that they were gonna oh, plan yeah. to have come out? Is oh, that God. is that on the chopping block? No This all starts with um there was Warner Brothers and Discovery had a merger, buyout merger, corporate bang job, whatever it was. Yeah, the go tanks. Yeah. Um <laughs> So David Zaslav, mm. the new CEO, um, wants basically more of a theatrical focus. Yeah. Um, expensive films for streaming did not make economic sense. Is his is his approach, and he wants yeah. if we're going to do a big film, we're going to do it theatrically. We're not going to go to streaming. So then, I'm not sure what their streaming platform is for, but it's for showing it's the theatrical for, films. If it's, yeah, just the the aftermarket, I guess. Um, 
Yeah. So, so like, I mean, what else I mean, has been streaming going on? is, all, is like, only one pillar. There's also video on demand, and also like people watching stuff on planes and in hotel rooms, and that's all equal to streaming, according to this dude. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of many pillars, and all pillars are equal because if if the pillars weren't equal, I mean, things are gonna fall over. The that's how pillars be. work. Yeah. So basically, what we're saying is everything is uh, looking good for uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. <laughs> It'll be fine. Just give it 10 years. Just give it 10 years. Baby, I can change. 10 years. Come on. Absolutely. Okay, so you know that meme that, that always goes around every once in a while? It's being used for every different thing. It's the Watchmen thing with... Uh, uh, it's been uh, this many years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And it's, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's 10, you know, 1996 and, and Warner Brothers has a 10-year plan. Ni- 2007 and... Warner Brothers has a you know what? Plan. I watched a couple it's, episodes of uh, that Watchmen show recently, and it's uh, it holds up. I wonder if that's going to be on HBO Max still. Who knows? Meh. Who knows? Uh, Maybe it gets removed forever. But it's so weird. Like, and this is what I was thinking of: was okay. There's those things. There's those big tentpole creations that he obviously wants those to go theatrically. Yeah. Uh, whereas some of them were going to be aimed towards HBO Max, which I think is a good idea to to duel this and yes. have. If you want to do your big things, whatever, also have the smaller characters. Because DC has a slew of amazing characters that are not the big three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and are not Justice yes. League. And you can aim a lot of stuff to go that direction. But I just feel like they, they don't even know what to do with some of the big theatrical stuff. Like, they didn't expect Aquaman and Shazam to do really well. And now they're like kind of like oh let's let's get more of that because that works like is but we don't know how it all fits together they have black adam which has been like floating around and finally yeah. coming out very shortly um mm, we'll see. peacemaker did really well like and kind of blew everything out of the water that nobody expected that to be that good sandman was just released and yeah. it's fucking brilliant um, they just released two more episodes and they just released two more episodes, and I watched them today, and they're so good. One of them is based on one of my favorite storylines. Uh, what is it, like Night of a Thousand Cats? I might be screwing up that title. But it's the perfect little story, and it's kind of like the, that weird live animation, you know, like Waking Life or something, right. where it's like they, they take real film and then animate over top of it oh, like a bit. Rotoscope? And there's, it's kind of rotoscoping, but it's, yeah... Is it rotoscope like uh, like that uh, Keanu Reeves movie? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. That and that's just a fifteen minute episode, and then there's another like half an hour, forty five minute episode. Okay. Of um, another really good story, which I had totally forgotten about. Yeah. Don't was that the Calliope one, or was? Uh... Yeah, that's the Cal. It's the Calliope one. Yeah. Calliope. Guys, what's going on with Warner Discovery? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Detour. Um, Look, I would love to stop talk about stuff that I like, but that's not the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the thing is like there, there's stuff that's like flopped, and then they just seem so haphazard, and they don't know what they're doing. Then they have a couple of things that do well, and it's like they just don't know what to do with those things that do well. Like they are yeah. Peacemaker, Sandman. They've gone to streaming, although it's not HBO Max for. For Sandman, and it's not like it's it's slightly different. I, I'm I mean, assuming it's, it's, it's kind of it's a Warner property, though. It's a Warner. Yeah. It's a DC Warner or whatever property. the hell we but call this company. 
it, it's likely a prior contract that, you know, it's tied to, and then you don't know if Warner is going to be overly protective of trying to do their own Disney Plus in a, you yeah. know... Well, it's like now they're they're announcing, oh, we have a 10-year plan again, here, this is what we're going to do, and it's yeah. like they, he wants to... It seems like he wants to be able to do the Marvel approach, mm-hmm. but it's like... And that's great, but that I mean, you, like, you that, f- that up already. <laughs> yeah, we're like... 20 years into it or whatever. Um, I don't know. It just seems like they don't understand the characters. They just understand brand and sales. Yes. Like just branding and let's do this and it's going to mm-hmm. be big and tentpole and it's that sort of approach. And unfortunately, what they tied themselves to nine years ago or tw- like 10 years ago. Exactly. Unfortunately, they're still fighting that. Like, they put themselves into a position where, like, what they literally specifically created as a response to Marvel is now, like, like a fucking anchor hanging around their neck. Yeah, and they don't like, know what okay. to do about it. So, Snyder, Snyder, whether you like him or not, and we, we're, we've stated here numerous times, we're not huge fans. Yeah. But, you know what? Whether you like him or not, I think he was done a disservice in that Sure, he, Absolutely. He was given it all, and he's like, you do it. You will base everything on your vision. And it's like, I don't, even if, like, Marvel hasn't done that because you can't do that. Like, that's way too much. Uh, you have different movies that have a different, he has, like, an overview. Like, they, they have Feige, but... But he's not the director. Exactly! Yeah, so, so it's like... But but they haven't produced anything that, that sort of tops that, because it, it's still the thing that is talked about the most, despite stuff like yeah. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, Peacemaker, Suicide Squad. It still, it sort of comes back to, like, what it, what is the big connected universe thing that that overcomes or, or overshadows uh, the, the Snyderverse? Where it's like, yeah. show me something good... That I can say, like, okay, well, I'm going to accept this over this thing, which I don't really yes. like that much. Well, you know what? Maybe it'll be in The Flash. Oh! Oh, no. I'm glad we got to that, because yeah. when's that movie coming out? Can it just come out tomorrow so we can be over with that whole thing? Yeah, who cares? Yeah. At this point, like, who yeah. like, had animatics in there in, in place of any actual, like, CGI. You know just what? Just do it. Who cares? He's going to uh, he's going to end the crisis at the end, and then Wally West can show up, and it's a completely you know new actor. Jesus. Problem solved. You know what would be great if you just every part that you haven't filmed with Ezra Miller yet, then just bring in like I don't know Michael Sarah, and he just <laughs> does it <laughs> like just flat face, like hey, what's going? <laughs> just. Those, and then all of a sudden you go back to it, it's Ezra Miller, and all of a sudden Mike goes back to Mike. Can we get Nathan Fielder in there? I'd like Nathan oh, Fielder. Yeah. He's, he's okay. blowing up right now. I am surprised that you haven't been arrested yet for some of the things that you've done, because sometimes you go places where you aren't welcome. Well, everything we do is very legal. I like your attitude. You're hired. Rosenbaum can just play Wally West, but he can pretend that Wally West is like 18 uh. years old, even though Rosenbaum is... Uh, He's older than all of us. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Not combined. I think he's older than us. Like <laughs> how you immediately walked that back. Yeah, he's got his show. He does his podcast. He's, he's got his podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot about that. I listened to it. It's pretty inside, good. Inside of Rosenbaum. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what like. Not that we have a solution. Not that no. we have like. It's just okay, more of here's a, like, my solution. What is going on? Here, oh, God, here, you got okay. A 
Well, first after, I have a just question. Just after I say we don't have a solution. Well, I mean, I have a question, and I'm I'm going to put forward a solution, and maybe you might have different okay. solutions. My question is, so if if they need someone to run, you know, wh- what what is the DC branch of this company, Warner Brothers Discovery plus yeah. Max Alpha EX plus Alpha Omega three Mega Mega's XLR third strike. Um, if they need someone to run the DC branch of it and be like, I'm going to be the Kevin Feige, who should it be? And my suggestion, Mr. Alan Moore. You want something that's going to overshadow Zack Snyder? Give Alan Moore the keys to the kingdom. Literally give him DC Comics. That's the ultimate revenge. And frankly, I would be on board for literally anything he did. Yeah. You know he he wouldn't do it, though. He He would would say yes. And then he would shut. He would shut the entire production yeah, down, lock it. and that it, would rule because it would be an ending at least. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Is his love and for then these DC characters somehow stronger. gets the rights to Marvel Man? <laughs> <laughs> and Todd McFarlane's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in 2022, who could predict it? But who do you who do you think could run it? Like, who's I, better I, than Alan Moore? Well, but you got to think like Kevin Feige is not a writer. This it's not like a showrunner is. Yeah, not a writer, but I mean, not I'm not going to ask you to pick a random executive that you've never heard of. No, but that's that's not that it's like it's got to be that kind of person. Like, well, he's a producer and he has, you know. Yeah. He's got the experience required. I think. Should we dig up Jack Kirby? <laughs> it feels like uh, like a horrible. Even if thing we don't suggest. use him for anything, just dig him up so we have him. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. We might need him later. But who, you know, like, who could undertake oh, such a Herculean task? Yeah. Could it be me? Could <laughs> Kyle do it? <laughs> could the three of us run DC? I, th- I think it's only fitting that the trinity of us oh. runs the tr- trinity of DC. Shut it down. No, how would you? How would you even get a hold of of, of guys like uh, like Kyle and Merck and Bry? Well, you well, could go name, to the website. <laughs> you can go to the website. You can go to our own specific websites. Uh, my name is Kyle Lees, and you can check my stuff out at thekylees.com or by just googling the Kyle Lees. Uh, I've got a Facebook page which I never interact with, and an Instagram mm-hmm. page which I do more regularly. So you know, if you if you want to talk to me, go to me there. But you can look at my stuff wherever uh i am brycotic you can find my comic at welcome to hereafter.com you can mm-hmm. also find me uh at my my name which is b-r-y-k-o-t-y-k on instagram and you can find me my name is merc uh you can find me at my website mercasylum.ca m-e-r-k-a-s-y-l-u-m.ca merc on facebook you can also find me on instagram under mercadot uh like astronaut um you can find all of our stuff on uh, Facebook, Zero Issues Comic Podcast, Zero Issues Pod on Instagram, uh, like you said, zeroissues.com. Uh, big thank you, as always, to uh, Ocean City Defender, K. Preston Merkley, for all the music and interstitial bits. Uh, a big thank you to Mr. Robinson for sending us uh, Lycan yeah. and letting us read his work. Thank yeah. you so much for uh, – and, if it, again, if anybody has an indie book that they want to toss at us – 
feel free. We would love, we would love to, uh, to hear from you. Absolutely. And again, go to lichenbook.com and click that button. You'll get a notification when their Kickstarter for book two launches. Uh, mm-hmm. In the meantime, order book one because it's a it's a it's a cool book. It's a good it's a cool book that I am better for having having read. Absolutely. There you go. Okay, we need to go away. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Oh, bye. 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 Bye.